0: All righty, all righty. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Tim Gillette Show. Today, uh, you know what I mean? I, as someone that I really, you know, when I get to say I get to know people live on air, this person, I've actually known him, uh, has been this, I think, is three or four time guest of my podcast throughout the years. Uh, It is always an honor to bring him on the show because every time he does, I actually take notes and learn. And uh, now that we have a different format, I was like, hey, I want to put you on this new format. And of course, the second I sent out a message to say, hey, would you be on the show again? Within seconds, he responds back with an email and a message and literally connects me to his assistant to get this booked. This is a definition of leadership in America today. And I'm honored. I'm honored to call him a friend and someone who's always supported our show. Bob Berg, uh, the go-giver as we know him. Uh, And I'm sure we're going to have a little bit of conversation around the go-giver and the pandemic. I'm sure we will uh, because Bob always has great information when he comes. So let me bring him up here. Mr. Bob Berg, how are you, my friend? Brother Tim, terrific. How are you? I'm I'm hunkered down. I haven't gone out anywhere. (laughs) So what are you up to in this pandemic, Bob?
1: well you know I, i'm really not up to anything more or or less than i would have been uh so you know to me it, it's uh you know it's just a shame that this whole thing has happened and my heart breaks for you know for everyone who's been so negatively a- a- affected by it um other than you know than it cutting down my speaking and so forth which of course it did for any speaker but i had really over the last few years been little by little, taking myself off the road anyhow, Mm. and uh, doing more online. So, you know, to me, it wasn't as much of a hardship in that regard. Whereas some of our, you know, yours and my um, fellow speakers and and so forth, some of them just had, you know, 50, 60, 70 uh, bookings, you know, taken off. And so, uh, so really, you know, I, I, I cannot complain personally uh, about the adjustments I've had to make. My heart just breaks for everyone in the world who's been so affected by this.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it has me too. And uh, you know what I mean? I, 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 luckily, I had stuff already. I was a, an online type person. So luckily, I was set up oh, yeah. for it. But there's a lot of people out there, Bob, who were speakers who were getting in that now this this threw a puzzle in their whole fork of things. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. And, and you, your experience, I mean, you've got years on me doing this. You know what I mean? I think, I think you got what, 20 years on me doing it. But <laughs> uh, i a lot older. So, you know. yeah, you're a little bit, you're well, I think you're a lot wiser. I don't call that older, but anyway. <laughs> um, but there are people out there who are not in our field who are like, well, maybe I should jump into that field. What's your opinion on that to the guy who isn't a speaker wanting to jump into today's world?
1: Well, I mean, I think like anything else, if you have a message to, you know, to share by all means, uh, uh, it's just that now a lot more is um, uh, virtual and that's fine. All my speaking engagements now are virtual. And even after the pandemic, I I just decided I'm not gonna travel anymore. It's, to me, it's much easier and much better just doing it in the, you know, in front of the computer, but I'm kind of a homebody anyway. So, um, you know, I I don't miss the travel aspect, but yeah, to anyone else doing that, by all means, come in and learn how to market yourself as a speaker. If you have a message to share, there's lots of people that need to hear it. Uh, just, you know, like anything else, you learn the business and, um, and there, there's certainly plenty of information and plenty of people who can teach you how to market yourself online as a speaker and market yourself online as a salesperson. You know, Jeb Blunt has a a great book out now called uh, online marketing. I think no online selling, I think. Online uh, selling, yeah. Online selling, yeah. which is a wonderful book. And, you know, people uh for, for speakers, people like David Newman and and others have uh you know terrific information and teachings they do on how to how to do that. So I think it's like anything else, Tim. If, if you know th- there's always a reason not to and a reason to yeah, do something. Sure. So I would suggest if someone wants to, you know, the water's warm. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, no, we had Scott McCain on back well, last well, spring. All right, you know Scott as well. well one, of, one of the all-time best as a yeah. as a human being and as a speaker. Uh, and yeah, we all everybody loves his voice too. So, I mean, oh, but greatly. Scott, I noticed, went down to doing a daily show, The Daily Distinction, which is really, you know, uh, have you looked into a daily show if you're considering it or?
1: I have my podcast I do once a week, and even that is is kind of a pain in the neck to put together. <laughs> You know, I enjoy the... I go. I do too. I know, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's a lot more work than people think it is. So yeah. once a week works for me really well
0: with that. Cool, cool. <laughs> so let me ask you this, about what organizations are reaching out to you now with the pandemic and doing the virtual? What kind of speaking work are you getting as a virtual speaker?
1: Still more with real estate and financial services. though Those kind of, for, for whatever reason it is, those are the ones that seem to, at least in my world, be be doing uh uh you know be doing these in, uh programs conferences and still wanting to hold these conferences uh network marketing and direct sales i receive calls from them so uh you know just i think it's the those organizations that feel the need to gather even if it's not in person but to to gather even online in order to exchange information and and so forth so those seem to be the ones that are calling me
0: Cool, cool, Now I've gotten invited to a lot of networking functions where it's basically a bunch of us in Zoom, um, and you know they 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 it's uh, the whole time is trying to make the connections like a normal networking meeting would be in person. Yeah. But then they're giving you like a ten minute speaking slot. Um, have you gotten any of those invites? I've gotten a, quite a few of them. Oh, I, yeah.
1: I mean, I get those other I don't, you know, normally participate in those. Mm-hmm. I, I just get so many things I've got to do that there's some things that would be great, you know, like yeah. that. It would be fantastic. I just have to sort of pick my spots where I can, you know, where I can do things. And those aren't something I particularly enjoy and, and feel as though there's, you know, as much a benefit.
0: <laughs> I feel you on that one. Trust me. <laughs> I did a lot of them thinking they were going to be a good thing. And <laughs> you burn out on them. You know what I mean? You, you yeah. burn out on the concept. But anyway, um, how about writing? Are you doing any more writing during this time? Well, uh, my business partner,
1: Kathy Tajanel, and I put together a couple of courses. One is a, uh, it's called a couple of online courses. One, the big one is called Endless Referrals, The Go-Giver Way. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. other, a smaller one is a, uh, we call it a mini course, uh, another online video. It's a mini course called Selling the Go-Giver Way. So we did that and we also in, a, in about a couple of weeks we have a brand new program coming out which i am so excited about uh which is called the go giver success alliance membership community cool so cool. that that we're really looking forward to we're we're working right now and trying to get all the the what are the 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 i's dotted and the t's crossed i think i have that right
0: so i always confuse them too don't, don't worry <laughs> But, but let's face it, you know what I mean? I've been known as just being a young, young dumb, hippie kid for a long time. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Bob, you know, a lot of things that I've had over the years, I've always enjoyed working with a lot of people and and, and getting mentorship from people like you. As you know, Zig was my personal mentor and, Great. um, you know... Now a lot of younger kids are coming to me thinking I'm the senior guy. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. Bob Berg's the senior guy. Don't talk to me. Talk to Bob and Scott and Larry. You know, they're the senior guys. Um, But there are people now coming in who've been in this for a few years. And now they're getting to the mentorship phase like I am. Right. And at that point in time, there's a point where you could become a, a, you know, kind of full of yourself or you can step back and humble yourself. What is your advice to someone like me who is like now getting the, well, you've been in this 10 years. Can you mentor me a little bit on, on how you got here?
1: Well, I mean, I think you're naturally very humble. Every, every time I've ever spoken <laughs> with you or communicated online, you're very humble. And I, yeah. I think that's just a I part can. of your, your character. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But, uh, you know, I think like anything else, you know, John David Mann, my co author of the Go Giver series, we have a, a part in in the uh, second parable, the Go Giver Leader, where we can say, you know, there's mm-hmm. some people they get to a certain point where they were good when it came to the L E A D, but then they kind of reverse it and think they're the D E A L. Yeah. And, and you want to make sure you're not, you don't ever think you're the, not you, but I mean, anyone, any of us, anyone. we yeah. never want to fall into the trap of ever thinking we're the deal. Yeah. We're not. We're a You know, we're,
0: that's exactly why I wanted to ask you that question. Cause I knew that was going to be the answer, <laughs> but it is, you know, and, and it it's, it's been a trying time for me because I've learned stuff through it. Uh, you know, and I know there's a lot of other people who are in my shoes and, 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 and figuring this out now, um, you know, I was more skilled at the online things maybe than you were, uh, you know what I mean? Or Larry, or, you know, even Tom Ziegler, cause Tom and I talked about it as well. Uh-huh. Um, but the communication skills haven't changed, all right? Whether we're online speaking on a, a screen or we're in person speaking, uh, the difference I've had is if I'm speaking at a function where it's Zoom and I can't see the comments, I, I, I want the interaction. I don't know about you. How are you for the interaction type thing? So so I'm really not good
1: at multitasking. So if yeah. I'm speaking uh, and, and, you know, most of it is presentation and so forth, um, but i i i'm not really able to look at the comments okay Mm -hmm. but so i will ask my host or the person who put it together if they can do that Mm -hmm. and you know what i'll often do is before i speak i'll say you know i know there's a comment section and if you know if you're saying anything to me please don't think i'm not don't think i'm ignoring you don't think i'm not acknowledging you i'm just not able to really look and be able to keep my focus so you know, Joe or Mary, you know, whomever is going to every so often stop and let me know about questions or, or comments and so forth. So, you know, it's a workaround I have to do because I know if I'm going to be looking and trying to go, it, it just isn't, it's going to take away from the value I can provide yeah. an audience.
0: For me, it was always Bob, the, you know, the live audiences of watching the faces in the audience. Oh yeah. And and that's the the thing that I'm having a hard time still grasping is because I, I miss the faces. And the facial expressions tell me I hit that person, you know what I mean? Or, or I need to make this more clear or, you know what I mean? And that's That's what I'm missing. So, uh, I don't know if you're missing it too. Oh yeah,
1: yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know, you can look at all the little squares when you have it on galley setting Mm -hmm. and everything. And depending upon how big the audience is, that that one page may not be the whole thing. So you're not really seeing everyone. But you can kind of look. And if you say something that's supposed to be a laugh line, you know, and you can kind of see the people's faces and whether it hits or not. And uh, that's good encouragement. Or whether someone's smiling at a place where you hope they are. And but yeah, it's it's a a much different animal than actually being in front of people and being able to see those expressions Mm -hmm. right in front of you.
0: Yeah, I, I I sure do miss that about the whole thing, and uh, yeah, I, I and uh, you know the loves and the hugs and the and the handshakes you get afterwards, you know what I mean. I do miss that because sure. I think Absolutely. some of the greatest some of the greatest points that I've gotten for future speeches came from a question asked by someone after you got off a stage. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you're that way as well, but sure. it, it's usually that was the feedback I got that I went, oh man, I put a mental note in, and then I put that into the next speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, some of the interesting things that I'm going through with this uh, struggles that I'm facing, I don't know if you are or not, but the struggles I'm facing now is is reaching out to my mentor because I know he himself, same as it me, he's got more stuff going on than anything. And it's like, you know, I want to call him up and go, well, I, I don't want to waste your time, but I got a question. Can you answer it? How are you dealing with that? Do you You feel like, you know, you know, you're busy dealing with people calling you. <laughs>
1: Well, so it's interesting that you bring that up because one thing I'm receiving a a lot more is people who, you know, who I know I'm not necessarily great friends with them, but have a connection with them and and, Mm -hmm. I consider them friends, but they're, they're writing me asking if, you know, we can do a 30 minute catching up zoom chat. Yeah. Um, And it's really not something I, you know, Really feel like I want to do, <laughs> you know. It's just it's not my that's really not my thing. uh If I, and so what I always say is, you know, if you have a question, if there's something I can help you with, certainly, uh, absolutely, I'll be glad to get on the phone or glad to get on Zoom with you. But mm-hmm. you know, the catch-up calls is just really not something that's my you know my my thing that I enjoy. I just don't. And you know, the fact is, I just can't do. Yeah. You know, all of them, it would take my day up, and I've got a lot of work to do. So I, I, you know, I'm always very um, I guess, careful, because I, I never want to come across or come off as though, you know, I don't have time for you or something yeah. like that. It, yeah. I'll always make time if it's something that is very necessary. If to it do. has
0: meaning, purpose, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah. catch up calls to say, hi, just aren't, you know, really something I, I want to do. And and again, to take one is fine. But, you know, when you have a whole bunch of them, it takes your day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I You know, I just always hope people understand
0: yeah, no, and, and I kind of grab grasped that concept when I first got into podcasting, gosh, eight, nine years ago. Um, I, I was, you know, I had a good week where I think I got acceptance of uh the people I, I think I Larry was on one in a month's time. I had Larry on, um, I had uh Guy Kawasaki on. Um, you know, I mean I had some meaningful people on, absolutely, and I felt gutsy, so I like I reached out to the Clinton Foundation because I, I liked Bill as a president, but I like Hey, uh, Bill. Any chance I can get Bill Clinton on? You know, and they said, "Listen, we would love to, but if we did it for you, we'd have to do it for everybody." And right now, Mister Clinton's schedule is kind of booked up. And that learned that that taught me at a younger age to go, "Okay, I need to respect some of these people's time." <laughs> well, I mean, you can always ask. You yeah, know, but that, that, it doesn't that, hurt to ask. Yeah. No,
1: and with something like that, it's you know, I mean, it, he's a guest. It's not like you were just calling to. To um, to chit chat, yeah, know, to chit chat or catch yeah. up or touch base. I mean, it, it, there was a specific purpose. Yeah, you never know. He could have absolutely said yes.
0: Yeah. Um, now, I personally, in this pandemic time, and I was kind of starting to do it before, but the pandemic had opened it up nicely for me to do. Uh, now, you, you're, you're you're a friend, and I've just invited you back. But a lot of people reach out and say you have a podcast, uh, or they want to do that one on one, and I say, hey, let, let me interview you on the podcast, and that'll be our one on one. I don't know if you're into that kind of thing, but for me, it turned the page to where now I get to know the person and it's recorded and it's content I can use later. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts on that. I'd love to have your thoughts. Uh, Well,
1: with me, it wouldn't work for a couple of reasons. One is I only do one a week and that's all I want to do. And mine are very much, you know, I go through the information very, you know, not that you don't, but Mm -hmm. I go through it very intently Mine's very scripted out. We know what we're going to talk about. And, you know, I, I, it's, it's very, uh,
0: you, you don't know. do an interview podcast. you? You do. You yeah. do? I, 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 I do. I, I, I
1: start out with the thought of the day, which is about yeah. a two minute. Yeah. And then, and it's usually related to what the guest is going to be discussing, yeah. but it's not totally it. So I, I make it so it's a, you know, and then I interview the guest, And so, um, you know, and uh, you know i I if I don't necessarily know the person real well anyway, you know i it's just not something that where I would necessarily yeah. invite them on. so so I, with mine it's a it's a it's a little more structured in that way, and again, I only do one a day, so I'm, I'm a week. Week yeah, a week one week yeah week at the most yeah. so it it's that's not something that would uh that would really work for me. but you know, we all have our own different things we do, and my feeling is I respect everyone's business yeah. model. And I stay congruent with mine, and you just hope people understand.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, and even I set up a system, and I'll get to that in a minute, but um, how many versions or what you do online? How many different times did you change it till you come up with the current model? um in in what regard? in in your podcast. So like when you when I first interviewed you, if you remember that logo there, I was the rocker life coach guy, you know, and my brand is now changed in such a way that, you know what I mean? Now we're blogging video con and we do simple, mm-hmm. easy marketing, but my formats. So this, this show is a format based on conversation. Uh, I learned it from studying Larry uh, King's interview style. And then I have a, another podcast, which is just me and my system sharing on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That took me from when I started this concept that I'm currently on now with the interview in that, that took me three years to get it to this space, stage. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I changed it four times. How many times did you change yours? How many stages did you have to change it to make it to what it is? Uh, no, my podcast has always just been
1: the go giver podcast and I've, I've always done the same for basic format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I do a solo show without a guest, mm-hmm. uh, maybe one out of every 40 or 50 or something times I do that, but not, not often. Usually it's a guest. Uh, and I do the whole, you know, I do the two minutes at the beginning and then the, and then the, the, now in my speaking career, I've done a couple of reinventions over the years, uh, <laughs> but that's over the course of 30 years. Yeah. Know? yeah. And, uh, but no, I've pretty much stayed congruent with the go-giver brand since that came out. But, mm-hmm. you know, everything is kind of built to every product, every the podcast, every thing I do is pretty much, Around that premise,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, so we found uh, we found ours. I mean, our our new trademarked idea and everything. We've got it, but I went through seven versions to get to that. Okay. You know, what I mean, I don't know how many you went before you got to the Go Giver, but you're probably smarter than I am. I wasn't that. No, I'm
1: not, uh, I'm not. I know I'm not smarter, <laughs> but uh you know, I probably you know I started out speaking on one topic and then kind of another and then uh another and then it then finally the Go Giver one. So I probably went through about four. Mm-hmm. incarnations in my speaking mm-hmm. career before landing on the go-giver one.
0: And, I, and I've loved it. I mean, I've known you as the go-giver. It's all I've known you as, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, a lot of people though have taken this time uh, for like for me and my wife, there was a, during the pandemic in the early stages, she had to work here from home. So, and we live in a, an echoey condo. Having two people on the phone talking all day was really a fun thing in an echoey condo. <laughs> but how was things with you at home and the wife and, and the family and uh, how how are you and your family handling this pandemic and still keep trying to keep busy in the world?
1: Uh, I am single. So, yeah. you know, it's just uh, me and my foster cats and uh, and that's it. And they don't seem to mind. In fact, they tend to jump up on my lap whenever I'm doing a thing.
0: Yeah. So, and yeah, my, my uh, not an my, issue with me. Yeah, mine had just had my wife just as I was coming on screen with me, my wife came in the door and grabbed the cat to go to the vet. Ours is getting aged. Oh, and, and he no. has his own blog, by the way. Oh, good! <laughs> you wouldn't expect a blog guy not to have his cat have a blog. So. Of course, of course. <laughs> he's got he's got 1,100 subscribers somehow or another.
1: <laughs> good for good for him.
0: Uh, but yeah, I'm a cat. I've got to be a cat person as well. Um, however, my my one stepson has this beautiful corgi. He comes over. I'm granddad. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I when I grew up we we grew up with dogs. We always had two or three at a time. I'm I'm really actually I love all animals. I'm I'm really an animal fanatic. Um I'm probably more of a dog person than anything else. Uh but because I I live in a condo and it's it it would be difficult to like have a dog and really be able to take care of it. So I I foster cats since my, my one that I had for quite a while he he passed a while about a while back. So since then, I've just been fostering for one of the local uh, agencies uh, until we find their forever homes for them, and so uh, we just had three that we found homes for, and I have another one coming on Monday, and so we'll see what happens there.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, you're still tied into like into your community by helping the cats out. You know what I mean? We made in this pandemic, we made as part of our events, we started making a give back to our local community with uh, you know every month we have a different charity we give to. What are you guys doing now in this pandemic to do give back? Did it and did it did it enhance your level? I know you're a giver as it, as it is, but did it enhance your level of giving back? I don't really consider charity giving back. Um, you know, I, I,
1: I kind of have a, a, an issue with that term actually.
0: Okay. I, I would love to have that opinion shared on my show, please. Sure. <laughs>
1: uh, and I, and I share this from time to time. I, I typically don't volunteer it, but I, but when, when it's brought up, mm-hmm. um, uh, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the term giving back, which first of all, I think what it, it's another word for, for charity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we, we love, we agree with, and we, we hope everybody does that. But I think that when we, the way the term giving back has kind of come into the lexicon of society, Mm -hmm. it's almost like, you know, it's usually used as, well, I made a lot of money off of others. So now I'm going to do the right thing and give back. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, to me and some of the other people, especially some, some prosperity people who I know are very charitable, by the way, Mm -hmm. we all kind of see that as It sounds like it's coming from a place of prosperity, but it's sort of coming from a place of that the prosperity was taken from others. And my feeling is this, if you're doing business the right way, okay, first of all, no one's doing business. No one's buying from you because you have a quota to meet or because you need the money. They're doing business with you because they believe they're going to benefit from doing so,
0: which they
1: should. It's the only reason why anyone should. Buy from anyone else, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're earning a lot of money, it's because you've provided a lot of value, you've given value to a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. So now let's say you have money to you know be able to to give. I don't really think you're giving back because you didn't take any. You know, you received what was yours from as Mm -hmm. a value for value exchange, but it's not like you took from anyone else. It's not like you so so to me. You, you, it's not really giving back it's just giving <laughs> you know what i'm saying True. so i say you know if you're doing charity through money or time or mentoring or or sponsoring or whatever you're doing wonderful please do we yeah. need more of that mm-hmm. i just i just don't call it giving back fact,
0: okay yeah <laughs> well I, I get that and believe it bob I, I i'm very much a person who the words that come out of our mouth sometimes we need to listen to the words we're saying because it's reversed thinking in the mind. And, and we just decided in, in this pandemic that, you know, we, you know, we do a virtual conference and everybody else was like, well, just give it away for free. And I'm like, people don't show up if they just got a free ticket, <laughs> they have to invest. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't necessarily need the 20 bucks, but let me do this. And I actually do, it's like $10 out of 20. We give to a local charity every month. Beautiful. We pick a charity, wonderful. and That's it's true. part of the ticket, and it's and, and to me, it, it's an investment to get I, you in.
1: I love it. It's, but fun.
0: I love the idea now, and I put that down. Wrote, I wrote down in my notes: use the word "give," not "give back."
1: <laughs> Unless you took from someone, and uh, you didn't, because I no. know you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I appreciate that. That there's a right there's a word of wisdom just for showing up right there. So. <laughs> Thank um well, Bob, I know we have to cut it short today, and I appreciate you coming on. I, I actually like to finish up my podcast, all right, uh, with a game. But before I do, I want to make sure everybody has the website that they can go to. To What is it to to reach you? Yeah, uh, just
1: Berg, B-U-R-G.com. That's fine. I'm a simple guy. Oh, I see you put the go to. I have go to, too. That's yeah, yeah. fine. Berg is our main one, but it, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can even bring that one up that quick. (laughs) Wow, you're good. (laughs) That's an easy word to type, Bob. Uh, But anyway, I'm going to leave that up there while I do. I'd like to finish up with a game just to kind of end the show on a fun note. All right. Uh, And it's just my, I I seen Sammy Hagar do it. I thought I was cooler than Sammy Hagar at one point in time. I think you are, and he's pretty cool. (laughs) I love Sammy doing this, but I had to come up with my own version and make it. Nine About about eight questions I've got this time, and it's just after that, you pick one. Maybe we'll have a conversation about it. Maybe we won't. So Okay, I will do my best. All right. I started out with asking everyone, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars? Yeah. I was not really into either one of them until I got later in life, so it's no big deal. In this pandemic, Bob, are you still dressing up, or are you just putting the sweatpants on and dressed up from the waist up? Uh, the
1: only false premise there is the word still, because when I'm home, I'm never dressed up. So I've got shorts on and I'm only wearing this shirt because I'm doing this interview with you. Otherwise, I'd have a tank top on. Yeah, cool. Not wearing shoes.
0: Ah, Me either. Yeah, don't wear <laughs> shoes. But, um, you know, in the world now of, of listen, now listening to podcasts, all right, and getting all of our content in different ways, are you still someone reading books or are you listening to like audio books and podcasts? Nah, I'm a books person book. Still, still got to read the written word. Okay. Well, let me move on to some fun topics here. All right. Uh, if we're going out for a snack, you and I, are we going to get a hamburger or a taco?
1: I, I uh, how do I say this without sounding? You know, I don't eat anything that came from an animal. So.
0: so, no no no, you're 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 a vegetarian, but there's good vegan tacos. Have you had a good vegan oh, taco?
1: I, if it's if it's vegan. And I and I do have the um, you know, the Impossible Whopper, which of course yeah. is a is a, a um vegan.
0: It's a vegan burger, yeah. But I mean, yeah. But I always like to remind vegans. I mean, I I've had some vegan tacos that are like kick ass. My friend. I'd love to.
1: I'd love to have them because I I love tacos. I haven't had them in years just because yeah. they usually have meat. But
0: yeah, no, no. You got it. There's a, there's a vegans ones out there, and when you can find somebody who can make a good vegan one, you will remember their recipe. All right,
1: God, love it. <laughs> I look forward to that.
0: Um. So if we're going out for a drink, we're we gonna have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, or which do you start your morning with? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. I, I and I see you're a Dunkin' man, not a Starbucks man. Yeah, I grew I grew up,
1: you know, I grew up in the in the greater Boston area, which is really Dunkin'
0: territory. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I I lived up there for a while. Yep. I remember Dunkin' Donuts, night and day. So yeah, yeah, every block. Yeah. So, um, how about uh, pineapple dun- on pizza? Does it belong? Yes or no?
1: No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. That's that's. Good. <laughs> hey, my just my opinion only, you know.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cool so um (laughs) i get two very controversial questions i'd like to end this on the next one is is okay the toilet paper does it go over on the roll or under it well it's definitely over because that's how it's designed i mean that they put the
1: design on the thing because it's supposed to go over i learned that from ann landers like 30 years ago in one of her newspaper columns
0: Scott Scott, when he was on the show, Scott said, you know, that was a question when I was on radio that you could ask, and the phone lines would light up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. My last one's kind of the weird one I ask, and that is boxers or briefs.
1: Uh uh, wait, 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 wait Bob, do you even know what they are? No, I'm... that's the thing. I, I get confused between the two. Uh the ones that are that are tighter, I guess. Briefs, <laughs> Right? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> As you can see, it's all designed to be fun. One more time, Bob. Let them let the people on the audio know your uh, your website so they can get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah, berg.com, B-U-R-G dot com. So oh, cool. Uh and Megan, thanks for stopping in. Ah, my Megan. My great friend Megan. She was on the podcast here last year and has sent us an awful lot of great guests. So she is one of my Austin awesomes. Yeah, yeah. So she's not that far from, from the Dallas area. And I look forward to one of these days of going down there by her and saying hi. So, yeah, she's right. doing a lot, so, well, Hey, Bob, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule today, being on our show and sharing your great wisdom. Uh, it is always good to see you, my friend,
1: Tim. I always appreciate you best of continued success to you.
0: Thank you, sir. So, Hey, to you, the listener, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Do me a favor. Go check out Bob Berg, check out the go giver, check out berg.com. And get to know Bob, all right, you're going to see that this is someone that you really need to be connected to. I thank you for listening in. Do us a favor, subscribe to our YouTube channel, as well as our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tim Gillette with The Tim Gillette Show, and I'll be back with another episode real soon. Bye now.